Welcome to the Psychotherapy Central podcast where we discuss love, attachment and healing from trauma. A place where you can gain the knowledge, tools and wisdom to help you build secure, flourishing relationships. I'm your host, clinical psychotherapist and couples therapist, Jennifer Newrick. Hello everyone and thank you for joining me on this episode. It's lovely to be here with you. In this episode we're going to be discussing, we're breaking down parts more that we discussed in episode six, which was six things you need to know about parts from an IFS perspective. So we're going to be looking at exiles, managers and firefighters. So I had spent about 17 years doing inner child work, which I found so helpful. And I found that I would meet an inner child who was often very angry and kind of a teenage part. And and now looking back, I can see how actually some of those parts weren't so much inner children, but more protectors in the IFS language. So let's talk a bit about that. So we'll start off with exiles. So exiles are rejected or traumatized parts. So let's say anger isn't really allowed in your family system. It's not really accepted. And so whenever you express anger, it's frowned upon or you're sent away and you learn to kind of exile inside yourself this angry part. And that's how they can kind of get rejected. The other way is that they can be quite traumatized. So they might have had really traumatizing experiences. Let's say you're six years old and your brother thinks it would be really funny to put you in a wheelie bin and wheel you down the road and leave you in there. And maybe it smells really strong. Maybe you're frightened that you're going to be left there and you don't know when someone's going to come for you. And that could be a really terrifying experience for a six-year-old. And so that part gets kind of frozen in time um, and it's kind of too much and too fast to integrate. So they get frozen in time and kind of hiding um, for protection to stay safe. And they can, as we grow up, they can start to get quite loud and extreme because they actually want to be kind of heard and kind of retrieved and rescued. And that's part of how IFS works. But they can leave you feeling quite vulnerable because they hold very strong feelings, fear, terror, deep grief and sadness, abandonment often lives with our exiles. And when these really strong feelings start to come into the system and into our body, it's quite common that a protector will jump in. So let's move on to a protector. So a manager is a protective part and it's a proactive protective part. And the managers, like they sound, are busy managing and controlling our life so that we don't get hurt. It's a manager's job to create safety. And so maybe I'm, I, I control my life very rigidly. I make sure I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing to prevent myself getting lost, to prevent myself getting hurt, to stay safe. So managers are always looking to keep you safe. 
And they might control other people, control situations and control other parts of you in order to maintain that safety. But the problem is, is that as they're controlling in this way, they're also carrying this kind of massive burden of responsibility and this fear that if they stop, something terrible is going to happen. And that's what will often fuel this controlling behavior is, is fear. And they want to prevent any kind of vulnerability. So naturally managers will be very risk averse. They don't like risk. And they are very frightened of becoming, of the system becoming emotionally overwhelmed. So as soon as they start to feel any kind of exile coming out of exile and being felt, they might become even more controlling of different parts of the system. They might become more critical, more judging in order to create what they feel is a sense of safety. Many of us are quite blended with our managing parts and we might feel when well, I'm very, um, you know, you might find some people in certain roles in their life like project managers or um, different kinds of managers in their work actually have very strong internal managers. Um, and so we can become quite blended with our manager parts and feel like that that is who we are. They can also be quite people pleasing sometimes, the managers. And again, that's to create safety. If I please everyone, if I'm very well behaved, then I'll stay safe. They also care about how they're seen. So they have a very strong, if they can, they're often quite vigilant about how other people are responding to them. And if it's not quite right, they'll make adjustments to make sure that they're seen in a way, again, that creates safety where we can stay safe. Another thing that managers might do is manage, is, is use anger to manage other people. They can often get quite angry, use the anger to control people around them so that they'll do what, what they think needs to be done in order to stay safe. And that might be appropriate, as in they might be right in feeling that they're not safe, or they might actually be safe, but not realize it, just feel unsafe. So let me give you an example of that. Um, I have a very loving mother part, and I have quite a controlling mother part. And when I'm blended, when, when the controlling mother part kind of takes over, I notice that it happens in moments where I look around and my house is in chaos. There's just clothes all over the floor, people haven't put their shoes in the shoe cupboard, there's plates everywhere and it's all been left to me and I feel some of my, um, my own lineage stuff come up in that moment. I feel um, women in my line saying things like, you know, it's all left to me, I have to do everything. Um, and this kind of burden that my controlling mother part carries, she carries this burden. And so suddenly when she blends with me, she's suddenly telling everybody what to do, pick this up, she's running around, she's very fast at picking things up, she gets stuff done. But she's very much um, a controlling manager mother part 
that I'm sensitive to, that I've over the years befriended and got to know and and I can help her settle down when, when she comes up really strongly. But that's an example of when what it, what it might feel like when a manager comes up. Now here's something I've learned from working with a lot of people's managers over the years and that's that managers are usually children themselves and they also really want to be loved and cared for and healed and a lot of these manager parts have come up often in childhood, um, sorry, teenagehood, sometimes earlier and they've come up to kind of manage and create safety when they were actually much younger, okay? And remembering um, that all parts at their core contain self-energy. So when we work with these parts, no matter how controlling, how um, managing they are, at their core, when they connect with the self-energy, they really want to rest. Often they really want to do something different because they've been working really, really hard to control, often the uncontrollable. The next one we're going to discuss is firefighters. So ma um, managers are proactive, firefighters are reactive. So let's say my manager's just been doing her thing, she's been kind of tracking along, everything's looking kind of organized, kind of good. And let's say something happens. Let's say my um, partner said he'll be home at a certain time and he doesn't turn up. And suddenly this triggers an exile into remembering a feeling abandoned when I was younger. And these really strong feelings of panic start to come up in my body. Panic in my chest, nausea in my stomach. And a firefighter, so pain for a firefighter is like a fire. The system suddenly says, there's a fire in the house, there's a fire in the house, quick, hoses, let's go. And they are quick and they are strong and their job is to repress that exile, make that feeling go away, release the pressure and leave, okay? So they will do anything, anything to get away from the pain of the exile. They will override the manager and so often they're very disliked by the manager. And part of the reason is that the firefighter, while they're putting out the fire, they don't care about the relationship. They don't care about the health of your body. They are just focused on putting out the fire quickly and getting out of there. Great examples of firefighters are disassociating parts where suddenly we leave the, our body and we're not really not present anymore. It might be a binge eating part. It could be a suicidal part. They're very impulsive. What I really want you to remember about firefighters is that actually at their core, they have a good intention. They're trying to put out the fire, okay? They just do it in a way that often, if we had a moment to pause, if we could sort out our inner system, might not be the way that we would choose, okay? But often they have, in some ways, actually saved us. And in, often in some ways, they're kind of the heroes. 
but they end up being the inner system villain um, as we get older. So let's have an example of how they might all work together in the system, the exile, the manager, the firefighter. So let's get, use that example about my partner. He said he'll be home at this time. He hasn't turned up. I'm triggered, which means a part of me is remembering a past experience, even though I might not be aware of it, is remember this same feeling of nausea in my stomach, panic in my chest. He's not coming back. Oh my goodness, I remember that from when I was in my childhood and maybe a parent didn't come back or maybe a parent died or something happened. The firefighter jumps in, okay? Maybe it's a binge eating part. So maybe I, I, I start eating a whole tub of ice cream. And then a manager part will step in with judgment and criticism and shaming and start to attack the firefighter, yeah? And if, um, let's say my partner doesn't come back, okay, maybe they don't come back all night. So maybe then the firefighter comes back in again. And so I start binge eating again, okay? And then the manager comes back with the criticism and the judgment and the shaming. And I keep going around and around in this cycle, okay? And I can't get out of it until something external happens, till my partner comes back, till I've made contact with my partner, till I've done something else. Yep, we can get stuck in this cycle. And that can be what happens sometimes with addictions, with some eating things can be the same kind of cycle. And you can see how it can cause so much inner confusion and pain. And there's this sort of polarization that's happening in, inside of, I need to eat, I need to do this thing in order to numb, to get out of my body, to push it, the feeling down, right? This is what I've always done. This is what works for me. And then these other parts that um, can be very deeply shaming around the behavior can be super helpful to kind of map your system like this to get to know, ah, oh, that's my binge eating part. And her name's Emily and I know what she looks like, and I know what she feels like, and I know what her triggers are. And with an IFS therapist, you can learn to really get to know Emily, get to know that part, and what sits, what she's trying to protect. Because when we can get to the part that she's desperately trying to protect, that younger part that was originally abandoned, when that younger part is connected to self-energy, to that curious and compassionate and loving part of self and is tended to, then your firefighter doesn't have to work so hard to keep those exiles hidden and shut down and not felt. Something else I'd like to say is that often our firefighters and protectors and managers, firefighters and managers are protectors, they're often sitting on top of lots of exiles. So not just one, often it's a whole nest. I like to think of it like a mother hen sitting all warm and keeping lots of eggs underneath her, protected and safe. Yeah, that's what she's desperately trying to do. And sometimes the mother hen, if she feels threatened, will squawk really loudly in different ways to keep those eggs safe. And part of what we do in IFS therapy is gently and lovingly take one of those eggs and we warm it up and we hold it 
and we allow it to change into something else through the self-energy and reintegrate into the system in a completely different way. And often those parts, when they're reintegrated into the system, have self-energy inside that contains, I mean, my, when I think about it, I've had the experience myself where I've physically, somatically felt a huge wave of energy return to my system when an exile or a protector has suddenly, the protector has come out of their post. They don't have to do that anymore. And they're able to let go. The exile's feeling safe. They're able to let go and be held by self, by me. And I felt physically a whole lot of wave of energy return into my system. It's been really profound and impactful and really shifted my life in different ways. So an IFS therapist can um, help you do what's called mapping your system and really getting to know and identify and work with your parts, super helpful. So let me return to that story about kind of working with my own inner child and that 15 year old who I thought was my inner child. And in retrospect, I can see that, yes, I guess she was, um, kind of an exile, but kind of a, actually a protective part because she really knew how to say no, which my younger self didn't know how to do. She could really say no. And so she was a protective part, but she was also in exile, kind of pushed away because angry wasn't really socially acceptable. It wasn't acceptable in my family. And when anger was expressed, it was expressed in quite an erratic way. So, um, so the IFS system has a very beautiful way of working with different parts. So I hope that you found something helpful in that. I hope it's given you a deeper understanding about exiles, managers, and firefighters, and maybe you've recognized some of your own parts as I've been speaking. And my invitation here is to hold all of those parts with love and compassion and really remembering that they would have developed at a time when you really needed them and when they were adaptive and remembering that there are no bad parts, even the ones that feel really hard to deal with internally. And I've been with those parts in myself and with other people. So really holding them with a lot of love and compassion. There is a wonderful book by the um, creator of Internal Family Systems, Richard Schwartz. It's called No Bad Parts. He has some wonderful, powerful exercises that you can do in that book. So I highly recommend that as a great starting place. And I talk a lot more about different aspects of internal family systems in different episodes. So just flick through in the IFS series and see what you can find. So in the next episode, I'll be looking at unblending in more detail and I'll be sharing with you an example from my own therapy, from my own process. So if you don't wanna miss that, make sure you hit subscribe and then you'll be notified when it drops. And if you like what you heard today, please like, share, subscribe. It really helps to grow the channel. The show notes for today will be available on my website, psychotherapycentral.health. We'll you also find my free course on breaking relationship cycles and healing insecure attachment styles, which 
has a lot to do with trauma and the things we've been speaking about today. So from my heart to yours, thank you for being here. Thank you for being this com- in this community and have a really wonderful day. Thank you for joining me on this episode. If you want to learn more about all things love, attachment and trauma, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at psychotherapy.central or visit my website at psychotherapycentral.health. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd greatly appreciate it if you could leave a review and a five-star rating. Your support means a lot and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.